Job showed his bitterness during his ordeal, and Jacob wrestled with God for his blessing. These men challenged God, and God loved them for it, because God thrived on the passion of his creations. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I want to take you back to a famous scene in a big movie several years ago. In the climactic courtroom scene, the young Navy prosecutor, played by Tom Cruise, was grilling the egocentric Marine commander, played by Jack Nicholson. The young attorney grew so frustrated with the witness's answer that he suddenly turned and looked him in the eye and said, I want the truth. And Jack Nicholson blurted out, you can't handle the truth. How many remember that scene? I thought so. Have you ever had a situation when you were afraid to be completely honest with someone because you didn't want to take responsibility for their reaction? Well, here's a story about handling the truth. A father passing by his 15-year-old son's bedroom was astonished to see the bed nicely made and everything picked up. Then he saw an envelope propped up on the pillow. It was addressed simply, Dad. With the worst premonition, he opened the envelope and began reading. Dear Dad, it is with great regret and sorrow that I'm writing you. I had to elope with my new girlfriend, Stacy, because I wanted to avoid a scene with Mom and you. She is really nice, but I knew you wouldn't approve of her because of all of her tattoos, her piercings, and motorcycle clothes, and because she's so much older than I am. Please don't worry about me, as the commune we'll be living in has a great leader who has the ability to communicate with animals and has promised to teach me how to plant sunflower seeds. It may be a while before I can contact you. Love, Brian. P.S. Dad, none of the above is true. I'm really over at Charlie's house. I just wanted you to know that there are worse things than the grades on the report card you will find on my desk. Please call when it is safe to come home. Well, most of us have been in a place before where we have tried to avoid having to deal with the truth. But the more I study some of the key relationships God had with people in the Bible, the more obvious it becomes that God can handle the truth about us. I mean, just think about it. None of the men in the great stories of the Old Testament God used were perfect, but the common thread among them was an honest and very open relationship with God. And when we read these accounts, you see them complaining to God, arguing and second-guessing His decisions. 
Abraham actually negotiated with God. David accuses God of being unfair. Job showed his bitterness during his ordeal, and Jacob wrestled with God for his blessing. These men challenged God, and God loved them for it, because God thrived on the passion of his creations. While certainly not an equal, these men became friends with God, and like any true friendship, it encompassed every human form of emotion and frankness that comes with it. I love what Rick Warren said about this. He said, what appears as audacity, God views as authenticity. Genuine friendship is built on full disclosure. You know, I have to confess that when it comes to reading the Word, for most of my adult life, I almost always gravitated to the New Testament where the words of Christ are so meaningful and the teachings of Paul are so valuable. Leaving the stories of old in my distant childhood, Sunday school past, but recently the Old Testament has come alive in a fascinating new way, unveiling things about God that I never saw before. Like this, no matter what we've done or no matter what state our life is in, even with the knowledge that God knows everything about us, we tend to be like the boy trying to prep his dad about his bad grades, afraid he couldn't handle the truth. We want to run and hide from God, who is the very one who wants to hear all about it. You've got questions for God today? Are you angry at God? Is there bitterness or resentment that you have no answer for? Well, you know what? God can handle the truth about you. Did you know that you are the master of your money? Stay right there to learn a few simple steps to become a better master over your finances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But first I want to talk about our attitude. Don't you just admire people who always have a great attitude? I mean, you know, you know people, we all know people who just seem to always look at things on the bright side. I mean, I like this, I like this attitude right here. Two giraffes are standing on the deck of Noah's Ark. They're looking out over nothing but water. Finally, one giraffe speaks. Wasn't this couple's cruise a great idea? 
I love that attitude. And that's what I want to talk about, uh, our attitude, but I want to talk about our attitudes with money. Because it's easy to get off track when it comes to money. And when that happens, we sometimes create a money monster that overpowers our life. So what are some of the signs that a money monster is sticking his head up in your life? Well, I'll give you a few. If you're taking unnecessary risk with your money by chasing every get-rich scheme or just gambling period, it's a sign that things could be out of whack. And if you deny yourself basic needs and small luxuries because you're afraid you'll run out of money, well, it's a sign that you may have an unhealthy issue. And if you indulge your every whim with money or credit cards because you've already figured out that you'll never get ahead anyway, it's a sign that you have a wrong perspective on what money is all about. And if you're fantasizing about a new house or a new car, or you're always talking about someone else's new house or new car, then I'm afraid the money monster has already entered the room. And, this is important, if you're making excuses for not paying your tithes, then it's a clear sign that the money monster is taking control of your life. You see, there's just all kinds of unhealthy and destructive ways that this money monster can enter our life. Sometimes we need to be pinched. Someone's got to say, what in the world are you thinking? Today, that somebody's going to be me, even though I have to tell you, I've had plenty of dealings with the money monster myself. So what I'm going to tell you today is certainly a reminder to me to keep the money monster out of my own life. You see, as a young man, I didn't have the right perspective on money because I thought it was a completely admirable trait to be pursuing money and success with everything that was in me. And I actually believed that it made up for not fulfilling my responsibilities as things such as a husband or as a, as a father. And as I learned painfully that there's a difference between pursuing a goal and being obsessed with it. You see, obsession is an act of selfishness because everything has to become second to it. So I believe the answer is to attack the money monster and to do it this way. We start by proclaiming this very well-known but powerful word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Say that with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Today's version of that could be, the Lord is my banker. I have everything I need. And you say, I can't help it. It seems so natural to want things. Well, it is natural until you put all your trust in the Lord. And then you'll find that you want less of anything but what he has for you. The word says that when we want things, that money can buy too much, that it, be, it, it can become our master. It says no one can serve two masters. You can't serve both God and money. So to serve God, you absolutely have to put money in the right place. We have to be honest with ourselves. And we have to acknowledge that God is more important than our money. More important than the money in the bank. More important than our pursuit of it. And more important than our lack of it. The Apostle Paul said this. He said, I've learned how to be happy whether I have much or little. I've learned the secret 
of living in every situation. And I think we, we all have to admit that we let money problems affect our attitudes and our moods. But when we do that, we're letting money be our master. And when we do that, we're letting the monster, the money monster, take control. Paul was trying to teach us something. He was trying to say that money issues are a fact of life. And it's a test that we all have to pass. You know, when we have the right perspective on money, we want to be obedient with our tithing. Because we know it belongs to God whether we think we have enough left over for us or not. And we want to give it to Him. And when we do, we immediately enjoy the benefit of some very powerful promises. One of them is, by being obedient, you're blessed. You're favored by God. And the Word says He will rebuke the devourer on our behalf. That means He'll squash the money, the money monster for you. Another promise is one I tell you all the time. According to Malachi, our obedience opens the floodgates of heaven to blessings so great we can't even handle it. Did you know that if you took the first four books of the New Testament, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that one out of every ten verses deals with money? And did you know that there are 500 verses in the Bible on prayer? There's less than 500 verses in the Bible on faith. But there's over 2,000 verses on money and possessions in the Bible. You see, God knows this is important. And you see, our attitude about money is critical if we're going to live an overcoming Christian life. So, I need to ask you today, is there a money monster working his way into your life? And if he's getting the best of you, he's just got to go. You may have heard of John Wesley, the famous English evangelist in the, in the 1700s. He was so determined to make the point that everything he had belonged to God that he said this. He said, when I die, if I leave behind me just $10, you and all mankind may bear witness against me that I have died a thief and a robber. When we put God first and we just simply Trust him. The money monster dies. And that's when we'll find ourselves in a place where amazing things will happen. In Jesus' name. We know our happiness isn't based on external things because the world can't provide something that it doesn't have to give. Up next, learn how the joy of the Lord does not depend on our circumstances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, then I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. 
It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Right now, I'm going to ask you the question that I ask you each and every Sunday, and that is, are you happy today? I'm not so sure. (laughs) Now, I know I've told you before that I wasn't the one who started asking that question. It was my wife who started doing that to me each and every day years ago when we were going through a very difficult time, and her intent was to encourage me by reminding me that in spite of all my troubles, I still had many things to be thankful for and happy about. And so I want to encourage some of you this morning by exploring what happiness is and why you have every reason to be happy all the time. And you know, most of us will agree on what happiness isn't. We know our happiness isn't based on external things. We've all seen too many people with money and position who are miserable and unhappy to believe in that concept. We know you can't inherit happiness and you can't acquire happiness through some human designed recipe like meditation. No, the world can't provide something that it doesn't have to give. And we learn from the word of God that true happiness is found in a blessed relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And in understanding where we came from and why we're here and who we belong to and where we're going for eternity, knowing those things just enriches our experience of happiness in this life. You see, us Christians really can be happy no matter what our current circumstances are. Having the joy of the Lord is what separates us from the world of unbelief around us. You know, I love this time of year because it's March Madness. The NCAA basketball tournament, and there's games to watch every day. And I just love it. And I can tell you, my wife just hates it. She actually, she hates basketball. You know why? She can't stand the sound of the squeaky tennis shoes on the floor. (laughs) Makes no sense to me. We've never watched a basketball game together. (laughs) But when you watch a basketball game, with every victory, there's a team just jumping for joy and another one who is agonizing in defeat. And everybody knows that it's just a matter of time before every team but one is going to have that agonizing defeat. You see, a college basketball game actually plays out the human condition that I'm talking about. One team is always happy with the outcome and the other is always dejected. But as Christians, 
living in the kingdom of God. We don't subscribe to the world's interpretation of happiness. The hope and the happiness that we have in Christ is so great that no defeat or failure that we face should be enough to remove it. Dwelling on that defeat or failure will never take you down the road to happiness. You see, happiness isn't found in changing your circumstances, but in finding happiness in the circumstances you're in. And you could say, Bob, that all sounds great. And I'm a believer, but I certainly am not happy right now. I've got financial problems. I've got health issues. I've got family strife. Well, those are certainly not happy things to deal with. But let me tell you all that you need to do to find happiness in your life, no matter what is going on, is to listen to this. This is what the Lord says in John 15. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now, remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. Now, hang on. Why is the Lord telling them this? Just listen to the next verse. I have told you this so. That my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Our happiness is wrapped in the love of Jesus Christ. He says, stay in his love and his joy is in us. So when I ask this question, are you happy today? What I'm really saying is that nothing and no circumstance has the power to prevent you from being happy because of the amazing, saving love of God. And you can stand today on God's promises for a life full of happiness. The word says he will fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across america trusted by many at work home or play let nebo light your way learn more about nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197 pregnant single alone where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help embrace grace Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, 
and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.